All right. Welcome back to the Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Emma Connaughton. Thank you very much for joining me doing a little cheeky Friday podcast. And it is Friday, July 22nd. Uh, basically, it's been a busy week, so we haven't had the proper time to do a full podcast. I think we're doing a pod Sunday night, and then we're doing another one Monday night. That's, I think, what the schedule is lining up for right now. Um, so stay tuned. We're not going anywhere. We got a lot of stuff going on. Um, basically, it's Friday. I got the ma- the Manners hat on, the M's hat. Uh, Major League Baseball is back. It's returning. The Manners are going for 15 straight wins over teams. It's the longest winning streak since 2001 for them. Uh, 16 would break the record, 15 to tie tonight. So we'll see how that goes. With that, I'm going to do eight second half MLB predictions from Ian. The, for this second half of the season. Uh, I have eight predictions, eight, I don't think hot takes, just predictions uh, for the rest of the year. A couple of these are hot takes, I guess. Um, as we get back into baseball and you get a Friday afternoon pot. So that's, that's good, right? We both win. We all, I get to talk about baseball. You get to listen to me talk, which I don't know if that's a win, but you get to listen to a podcast, which, you know, that's something. Um, that's, it's not nothing, right? It, it's not nothing. Uh, so let's let's begin with my number one take, my number one prediction. Uh, I believe that Aaron Judge and Paul Goldschmidt uh, will win AL and NL MVPs. Aaron Judge, that's not really surprising. He's having a, a hell of a season so far. 34 home runs, 73 RBIs, uh, 366 on base percentage, a... 980 uh OPS which OPS is like uh on base plus slugging 985 on base plus slugging um Aaron Judge has five more home runs than anybody in the league he's just crushing them he's one of the big reasons why the Yankees are doing so well this year why the Yankees are you know so far ahead of everybody else when it comes to the MLB standings. So I am Aaron Judge taking it for the AL. Other candidates, you go with Jordan, uh, Jordan, uh, Jordan Alvarez, Jordan Alvarez for Houston. Excuse me. Um, you can go with Gene Carlos Dan. Hell, you can even give Mike Trout a bit, a bit of love too, uh, or even Byron Buxton. Raphael Devers. There's a bunch of other guys, but for myself, it's it's Corey or it's Aaron Judge, and then everybody else because Judge is just crushing the baseball, doing what he does best, and the Yankees have the best record in baseball. Uh, they're 64 30 coming into Friday, so I, I gotta gotta love gotta love Aaron Judge and the Yankees for uh mlb and even a little maybe a little uh world series odds if you if you're into that sort of thing i'll give my world series prediction here in a bit uh paul goldschmidt he has 20 home runs he has 70 rbis uh he's got an ops over a thousand uh an on-base percentage of over 400 he has 20 less strikeouts than aaron judge one more walk paul goldschmidt it's a really it's a really interesting case study with paul goldschmidt because he was somebody who was doing really well in Arizona. He's a former Diamondback. Uh, he, he got traded to St. Louis, I want to say 2018, 2019. Um, he was kind of one of those guys that 
St. Louis acquired to kind of turn around um, to, tur- to turn around from the old roster to the new roster because with St. Louis, um, you know, they had Yadier Molina, Albert Pujols, um, you know, Adam Wainwright, Chris Carpenter, all those guys um, who helped them uh, get a World Series, <clears throat> helped them get a World Series, but they're just getting old. They were going to cost quite a bit and they weren't going to be as um, as useful and as valuable as they were in the years past. So in 2018, uh, December 2018, the Diamondbacks traded Goldschmidt to St. Louis in exchange for Luke Weaver, Carson Kelly, Andy Young, and a draft pick. And, you know, there, I remember at the time, there's lots of talk about uh, people saying, oh, um, you know, he can keep up with the speed because pitch, pitchers are throwing uh, faster now. Uh, there's increased velocity on fastballs, increased velocity on sliders. And Goldschmidt was one, one of those guys that he, he couldn't keep up with it, which, you know, fascinating conversation because Goldschmidt finished the 2018 season, the year before he got traded, uh, with a 290 average, 33 home runs, 95 runs, 83 RBIs. And yeah, like I, I, I just, I kind of got why Arizona got rid of him because they didn't see themselves, I guess, as contenders and they were looking to restock the coverage a little bit in terms of prospects. But so far, this trade has gone really well for St. Louis. Uh, it, it's, it's really worked out well uh, in terms of just having a, a player in his prime do well he got a gold glove last year uh with st louis he was an all-star this year he's an all-star this year um you know a, a lot of people are gonna are, are gonna say that you know he, he's not a superstar and that's probably true he, he's probably not a, a top player in in major league baseball but he's having a really good year hitting the ball he he's again you know Got 20, 20 home runs. He, he's, you know, got a, over 400 on base percentage. And as a result, St. Louis, they're just outside of a, of a wild card spot now. They're more or less tied with Philadelphia. I think they're, they, they, Philadelphia would make it today based on winning percentage, which is like one hundredth of a point difference between Philly and St. Louis. But, you know, there, there's a good chance St. Louis gets in just because of how well Goldschmidt uh, and the rest of the team has been doing. But Goldschmidt, I, I, I mean, he gets my vote for NL MVP. You know, you could go with somebody like Pete Alonzo, who's having a really good year with the Mets. Yeah. I mean, Mookie Betts is another great, great choice. Uh, and those guys are probably going to get more love because those guys are bigger names. They're more prominent than Goldschmidt is Goldschmidt's not again Goldschmidt's not a big national name I mean he's played in St. Louis and Arizona in his career um he's always been a good but never great player but this year I think you know with how he's helping St. Louis I think you have to give him the the respect and the nod and I I am I'm giving him uh if I had a vote I, I would give it to Paul Goldschmidt he'd be my pick and I, you know, there's some people who might even say, 
you know, with how well Nolan Arenado is doing at third base for the Cardinals, that he might take away some of the votes from Goldschmidt, which is possible, totally possible. But um, I, I, I'm going with Paul Goldschmidt. Really good uh, resurgence, uh, solid year for for Goldie and the Cards. So you you know you like to see that. It's good for it's good for St. Louis, good for Cardinals, and good for Paul Goldschmidt to you know get some recognition to, to be acknowledged for the work that he's put in. All right, so that's my first. Those are kind of two predictions, but it's it's kind of based along the lines of MVPs. Who are my MVPs? My second prediction is kind of along those same lines of Cy Young Award winners, who are, the, who are going to be the best pitchers this year. Uh, I have Justin Verlander winning the AL Cy Young and Sandy Alcantara winning the NL Cy Young. Speaking of guys who have had <coughs> resurgent seasons, Justin Verlander with the Houston Astros. He's got... A 189 ERA. He's one of three qualified pitchers with an ERA of less than two. He has pitched 109 innings. He's given up 19 walks, struck out 108 batters. He's got a 12 and three record this year. I, you know, you can make the argument, and I and I see where you're coming from. If you want to give it to Shane McClanahan who is the uh, starting pitcher for the Tampa Bay Rays, who started the All-Star game uh, earlier this week for the AL. But I I feel like at age 39, you know, Verlander is a guy that a lot of people like, a lot of the media like him. Uh, The story is great. He missed all of last year, uh, recovered from Tommy John, and he's back leading the way for the Astros. He's back, you know, being that guy, being that ace, being the old Justin Verlander that we know. And he's, he's got my vote for AL Cy Young. He, you know, we'll see what the second half of the season holds. Hopefully, you know, he keeps, keeps up. He can keep performing as well as he is. Um, you know, I, I know he's on the Astros and I, you know, I have a bit of a beef with the Astros for what they did many years ago, but for Verlander himself, I think it's a really cool story. I think it's really exciting. And, it gets people interested in baseball and no offense to Shane McClanahan or, you know, Alex Manoa is another guy who might get a little bit of Cy Young love. Um, those guys are 25 and 24. They're, they they will have plenty of opportunities. I would say down the line Verlander at 39, you know, th- this is maybe his last dance per se of going to win World Series, possibly, maybe. Um, who, who, who knows? He, he might, you know, because of the Tommy John, he might try and make two or three more years after this one out of it. And I wouldn't be surprised by that because he's a very competitive guy. But I just think in this situation, it's 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 Justin Verlander uh, for the AL Cy Young. He was an All Star this year, first time since 2019. Um, yeah, he in in he 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 he's he's really good. I I can't I can't stress it enough. Outside of just he's really good. He's in, incredible to watch, and you know that he again good for the Astros because you know they've also got sixty wins this year, and they have their ace. They know who they know who they can count on later in the year when the times get tough or when things get critical. 
Sandy Alcantara, really fascinating pitcher from the Miami Marlins. He currently has a 9-4 record, 176 ERA, 138 innings pitched, which, if my math is correct, is the most of any pitcher uh, this year. He's gotten, given up 92 hits. He's only given up six home runs this year, which is impressive. Uh, you know, in today's game, if you're only giving up six home runs and you're an ace and you're starting every fifth day, uh, at this point, it, it's it's real. It's really cool to see. Um, you know the 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 knock on him is the fact that he plays for the Marlins and the Marlins are not doing very well. Again, what a surprise! The forty three and forty nine. He doesn't again. He doesn't get a lot of attention because he plays for Miami. And while Miami is a big ish market, um, just nobody has that interest in Miami. Nobody has that interest in watching the Marlins, and that's why Alcantara probably doesn't get as much attention and love that he deserves. But all in all, considering how well he's done in the first half of, of the season, uh, you have to give him you know his flowers. You have to show him his lo- show him love for how well he's performed on an otherwise abysmal uh, Marlins team. And he's got a lot of competition for NL Cy Young. I mean, you can go, you know, Alcantara is my pick. Uh, Tony Gonsolin, Gonsolin from the LA Dodgers. He's undefeated. He's 11-0 with an ERA of about 2, 202. Uh, Corbin Burns with Milwaukee. Joe Musgrove you can name a bunch of guys. You can name a bunch of guys when it comes to um, the NL Cy Young, but I, I like Sandy Alcantara. The fact that he's performing this well on a terrible Marlins team is why he gets my vote for uh, NL Cy Young. 26 years old too. So he, you would think he's got some opportunities coming along the way, but this year I, I'm going Alcantara. So those, that's my second uh, second half MLB prediction. Verlander and Alcantara winning the AL and NL Cy Young. Third prediction. Now this one gets a little bit more spicy. This one gets a little bit more hot take-ish. Uh, Juan Soto is going to get traded uh, at the MLB trade deadline. Now the MLB trade deadline is August 2nd, so there's a few weeks for this move to happen. Uh, in case you aren't aware, uh, Juan Soto declined a, I believe it was 14 year, uh, a 15, a 15 year, $440 million contract. Uh, Juan Soto rejected that from the Washington nationals. Uh, he's only 20, 23 years old. Like he's a year older than me. Um, but but the dude is incredible. The dude the dude is phenomenal. Uh, you know his his stat line. If you look at it this year, uh, his stat line is, you know, he's got twenty home runs. He's got forty three RBIs. So you you probably like a few more RBIs. Uh, he's got five stolen bases, seventy nine walks. Uh, he's got a four oh five on base percentage. The 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 dude the dude is a superstar. Dude dude is a superstar. To put it in perspective, he's the same age as Vladimir Guerrero Jr., and he's already helped the team win a World Series. The the um, 
Nationals won the World Series in 2019, and Soto was a big part of that. Now, you know, he, he declined. I believe it was, would have been the biggest contract in league history in terms of total value. Nowadays, it, it's tough because he's obviously a valuable player. He obviously means a lot to the organization. <coughs> and the organization did make a, a, a heavy investment on him by offering $440 million. It's not nothing. However, you know, he is someone, and I should also um, stress that he, 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 is, he is represented by Scott Boris. That is his agent. If you know Scott Boris, you know that he uh, uh, shoots, for, shoots for the moon when it comes to contract negotiations. Uh, he, he was responsible for the A-Rod deals back in the day. So, you know, it's, it's go big or go home and, for Scott Boris. And, you know, the, there's many people who think that Soto could be worth $500 million in a 15-year deal. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with that. He, he's probably worth it in at 23. Uh, if you got him for 10 more years, you're getting his very best. And, he, he, you know, he's probably worth more than that. He's probably worth more than the 440. Probably worth 500 million over 10 years. But, you know, if the Nationals don't want to do that, then they're going to look for, um, a, a big, big offer from somebody. And I don't know who is going to make that deal. I don't know who's going to, you know, trade a bunch of prospects. I, I'm trying to put this in, in ways people can relate to it. Hockey, hockey wise, this is like if in hockey terms, this would be who's a young 20 this is like trading jack hughes and not like soto has done more than jack hughes because soto's already won a world series and helped lead his team to a world series at 21 20 like there isn't really a comp for it because it's one of the game's brightest young superstars uh who is going to just attract he's gonna attract so much in a trade i don't know who's gonna pay it and then you know, whoever makes that trade has got to consider signing him to a $500 million a year con or $500 million 10 year contract. At least you would think. Um, so we'll see. I don't know who that team is. I don't know how it happens, but I do believe that Soto is going to get dealt in the next few weeks. I, I, I can't think this is going to go on much longer. Um, and, and, you know, Maybe this deal gets done in the offseason. Maybe I'm wrong. But for national sake, you want to get this done now so you, you can get this off your chest. And you, you don't have to worry about it. But what's funny about that is that when you make a deal like, like this, it's going to be on your resume, whoever the GM is of the Nationals. It's going to be on your resume, and it's going to leave a mark on your franchise for a long time when a young star doesn't, isn't playing for your team. Um, so we'll, we'll see how it goes with Soto and the Nationals. My, pick, my, my prediction is that he gets traded. I'd love to see him go to Seattle. I'd love to see him be a Manor. I don't know how the Manners make it happen. 
I don't know how they do it. Maybe they, maybe they, you know, go Blue Jays ish and just do it in the middle of the night and surprise everybody. That could be possible, but I got Soto getting moved at the deadline and, and somebody's going to offer a King's ransom to get him. Don't know who, but somebody. So that's my third prediction. Juan Soto gets traded at the deadline. My fourth prediction is there will be 20 players with at least 35 home runs this season. Now, if you just listen to that and go, holy, that's a lot of players with 35 home runs. That seems, uh, I think like a lot. That seems like way too many. And to that, I say, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, currently, there are, there's one player with 30 home runs. That's Aaron Judge. There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Seventeen players with at least twenty home runs, and we're about halfway through the year. Now, last season in twenty twenty one, when we had a, a full year of baseball, there were there was one, two, three, four, five. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. 19 players who hit 35 home runs. This year, I think there's going to be 20. I think we will see 20 players with 35 home runs. I don't know who those 20 players are going to be. I, 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 could, I could reasonably guess that Aaron Judge will hit 35 home runs considering he's at 34 at the time of this podcast, I think Aaron judge will hit one more home run between now and October, but you got Kyle Schwarber in there. Jordan Alvarez, uh, Austin Riley, who's having a really good year. Shout out Austin Riley of the Atlanta Braves, uh, Pete Alonzo, Giancarlo Stan, Mike Trout, Byron Buxton, Raphael Devers, Anthony Rizzo, Corey Seager, Christian Walker, uh, Mookie bet, CJ Crone, Goldie, Vladimir Guerrero, uh, Junior, Juan Soto, Willie Adamas, Reese Hoskins, Shohei Otani, Jose Ramirez. <clears throat> I, I, I think we will see all those guys hit 35 home runs this year. That's my hot take. And mostly because, you know, the ball, I guess the ball has changed a little bit this year. Well, guys, will, there, there will be home runs. When the weather's warmer like this, the ball travels further. Um, there's also it's also just I think a really good time for home run hitters. Like we have a lot of home run hitters in our game, <clears throat> which is why we're seeing you know you know guys like Jose Ramirez and Nolan Arenado crushing the ball because those guys are really good power hitters. Uh, Kyle Tucker's having a good year with Houston. Uh, Rowdy Telez in Milwaukee, he's got 18 home runs this year. I think he hits 35. So 20 players at least with 35 home runs this year. That's my hot take. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, and I think, you know, I think that's great. What would be really uh, awesome is if uh, Julio Rodriguez hit 35 home runs this year. I would love that a lot. Am I a biased Mariners fan? Yes. And that's also because I'm wearing the cap during this podcast. Um, number five, my fifth prediction. My, my fifth second half MLB prediction uh, is that the Baltimore Orioles 
<clears throat> finished with a winning record this season. Now, if you haven't been paying attention, uh, the Orioles are, I dare I say, good. I don't know if good is the right word. They're, they're, they're looking solid. The Orioles are looking really solid. They were on a 10-game winning streak earlier this year when the Mariners were on their 10-game winning streak. Now, as I record this, the Baltimore Orioles are 46-46, and 46, three and a half games back to the wild card. They're eight and two in their last 10. They have a run differential of minus seven. They have an expected win-loss record of 45 and 47. So they're one game uh, above their expected win loss, but the Orioles are, you know, it's kind of like major league. If you've seen the movie major league where the owner of the the Cleveland Indians, now they're not the Indians, so it doesn't hold up as well. Uh, But the Cleveland Indians, their owner wants to move the team to Miami and, uh, you know, gets the worst players to play for them. And then they somehow work together, <coughs> work together and become good and make the playoffs and all this. Uh, that's what I think the Baltimore Orioles are heading to. Maybe not making the playoffs, but at least this year they've been good by Orioles standards where they're not like 50 and 120. <laughs> like, you know, they, last year they were 52 and 110. Uh, in the shortened season in 2020, they were 25 and 35. In 2019, they were 54 and 108. In 2018, they were 47 and 115. People, those those are bad. The, 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 those are some bad uh, figures. Those are some bad numbers. In fact, in 2018, they were 61 games out of first place. That that's not good. That that is very not good, and that that would also featured a team with God. I'm gonna go through the 2018 Orioles here. Catcher Caleb Joseph, who was 32 years old in 2018. How are you named Caleb and you're 32 years old? That's wild. Uh, Chris Davis, who <clears throat> yeah he, he he didn't do great in 2018. Uh, Jonathan Scope, Scoop, Scope. He was okay. Manny Machado was on this team. Is that the year Manny got traded out? Had to have been the year Manny got traded out. Played 96 games. He must have been traded at 2018. Uh, Trey Mancini, who I kind of like. <coughs> Adam Jones. Mark Trumbo, there's a name for you. Mark Trumbo with 17 home runs that year. Tim Beckham, Danny Valencia, Jonathan Villar, Cedric Mullins, everybody's new favorite center fielder besides Julio Rodriguez, Cedric Mullins. Colby Rasmus played 18 games for this team. Uh, Pitching, Dylan Bundy, Alex Cobb, Kevin Gossman. Kevin Gossman, now a Toronto Blue Jay. Chris Tillman. Yeah, Darren O'Day. Yeah, uh, this team was a uh, this team was a mess uh, in 2018. Now this year, they're not so much a mess, but they are uh, still trying to figure it out. Uh, they're 46 and 46. Uh, they they got a you know all of their starters, all all their starters are more or less less than 30. Uh, Robert, well, except for Robertson Chirinos, but I think there's I think we're seeing more 
appearances from catcher uh, Adley Ruchman, who Rutschman, who's catcher who was drafted first overall uh, several years ago. But you got Ryan Mountcastle, first baseman. I like Ryan Mountcastle. Uh, Rugnet Odor is on this team. Jorge Mateo, Raymond Urias, Austin Hayes. I like their outfield. Hayes, Cedric Mullins, Anthony Santander. Um, you know, is this team going to make the playoffs? No, 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 they aren't. They're not going to make the playoffs. But uh, I do feel like they, they can surprise everybody and finish with 82 wins this year. I think they have it in them. Uh, their starting pitching needs work. Uh, Jordan Lyles, Tyler Wells, Spencer Watkins, uh, Dean Kramer. Yeah, that, that's a rotation that needs, uh, that needs some work. But I, I believe in Baltimore. I think the Orioles will find a way to sneak, sneak in with a winning record. I think they get to 82 games this year. Uh, I don't see them being a playoff team, but I, 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 I believe in Baltimore. I am going to give the Baltimore Orioles some love. Uh, you know they're they're in a, they're they have the same record as the Chicago White Sox uh, at forty six and forty six. Uh, what frustrates me about the White Sox, that's the team that should be playing much better than they are. What frustrates me about the White Sox is that they have Tony Larusa as their manager, and Tony Larusa in the year twenty twenty two is not a good fit, B- bad fit, not not great. That that was a bad bad signing, bad hiring when it happened, and it still sucks now. Um, so Chicago is, is, I guess, technically behind them, uh, behind Baltimore, uh, Texas is like seven games below 500. The angels are not good. Detroit is not good. And then Kansas city and Oakland are also very not good. Um, so yeah, I, I got the Orioles finishing with a winning record this year. Uh, my number six hot take, the St. Louis Cardinals make the playoff. Now the Cardinals are pretty much tied with Philadelphia. Um, Philly has technically a better percent, a winning percentage. I think I mentioned that 100th point better. It's 533 for Philadelphia, 532 for St. Louis. Uh, the, the, the Cardinals, I I'm rooting for the Cardinals because they have a lot of the old time players that I like. Uh, and by old time, I mean, guys that I grew up with watching, um, you know, Albert Pujols is back on the Cardinals. Uh, Yadier Molina is, I believe, still kicking around. I don't think he's retired yet. And then, you know, they, yeah, Molina's on the DL or the IL now, it's, I guess it's called, not the DL, the IL. Um, and, and you know what? They, they still have some, some other, you know, quality players. Uh, like I mentioned Goldie earlier, Nolan Arenado, one of arguably the best third baseman in baseball. Um, really talented guy. Uh, you know, Albert Pujols is DHing, which still feels weird saying DH in the NL. Um, another guy to know. Uh, Jan, Jan Yepes, he's on 10 day IL. He's got 11 home runs this year. Uh, he, he's got a 459 slugging percentage, so he he likes to hit the ball. Uh, Yadi, Yadi's been okay hitting, not a great year. He is 39, he is getting on. I think this is his last year. I believe he's retiring after the year. Um, 
And, you know, pitching, I, I really like their pitching with, you know, Miles McCullis, uh, Adam Wainwright is still kicking around. Steven Matz, uh, it's not had a great year. Matz was a ERA over six, so he hasn't got a lot of time. Uh, Jordan Hicks is, is, you know, he's got an ERA just below four. I don't know what the bottom of the rotation is going to look like for St. Louis here. Um the 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 bullpen the the Cardinals bullpen is hit and miss. Uh, uh, leading the team in saves is Giovanni Gallegos. He's got ten. Yeah, I mean, I think they make the playoffs. I I think they they you know they get enough pitching. They the pitch the, they get enough good pitching. The hitting makes up for whatever deficiencies the pitching has. And I mean, the NL, I want to say that the NL is a bit weaker anyways, because after St. Louis, the only other team with a winning record is San Francisco and you have Miami, Colorado, Arizona, Pittsburgh, Chicago, Cincinnati, and Washington, all with losing records. And for St. Louis, uh, you have Pittsburgh, Chicago, the Cubs and Cincinnati in the same division. So you should be able to get enough wins from those teams against those teams. And even so, like St. Louis and Milwaukee, like Milwaukee has a 50-43 record. St. Louis is 15-44. Um, you know, it, it'll be a really fun battle. Milwaukee's kind of, Milwaukee's a little bit cold. They're three and seven in the last ten. Uh, Milwaukee's a little bit cold. I think they have a better roster on paper than the Cardinals, but maybe the Cardinals have a bit more depth if that makes sense. Uh, the Cardinals have a few more pieces that you could rely upon if that makes sense it, i think st louis makes the playoffs probably as a wild card um maybe they win a division i don't know possibly but i i i do i i would be surprised if we don't see the st louis cardinals making the playoffs and giving their old guys pool holes and yachty uh one one last kick at the can for a title uh number seven my seventh uh, second half prediction, the Seattle Manners make the playoffs. I have to say this. The, I'm legally obligated to say this, that the Seattle Manners will make the playoffs and they will... I, I, I think if the playoffs ended today, they'd be playing Tampa Bay because of how the, the playoffs work where there's three wildcard teams. So let me, let me... Let me just confirm before I start talking out of my ass. But... Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, so in the uh, in the American League, basically, it's you know there's now three wild cards in the American League and the NL. There's there's three three wild card teams. Um, you know, it's one, it's it's the three versus six, the four versus five. So now we're kind of going how it is in every other sport, where the the third best record plays the team with the sixth best record, and the team with the fourth best record plays the team with the fifth best record. Uh, so the Manners, if they made the playoffs today, they would be playing Tampa Bay, which, I mean, Tampa Bay is always a tough out. Just they, Tampa Bay just finds a way to win. Um, you know, you think they have nobody, and then some guy named Shane McClanahan is now the starting pitcher for the AL in the All-Star game, and it's like, who the hell is this guy? Uh, but Seattle, they have a better run differential than the Rays. Um, you know, they have, a, they have a better run differential than Minnesota. But Seattle, I don't know that Seattle's catching Houston. It's a 10-game difference. 
uh, between the Manners and the Astros and the ALS. I don't think that's happening. But who knows? Uh, all I know is that the Manners are making the playoffs this year. They have a great group of young guys. They haven't even been fully healthy. Once they, once they get healthy, once they ideally get healthy, uh, their roster looks really good with, you know, Julio Rodriguez, Ty France, Jesse Winker, uh, Carlos, like, I don't think Carlos Santana is going to be starting. Uh, you know, I'd like to see, you know, Dylan Moore or Sam Haggerty get some more action. I think Cal Rowley is probably the starting catcher. Um, but maybe they get Tom Murphy in. And, and the pitching has, has been really good. Like, the Manners have, I think, the third best team ERA in baseball right now. Like, their Manners pitching is part of the reason why they're so good. Um, they have the fifth best, I'm sorry, fifth best team ERA at three, three and a half earned runs against, which is up there. The only other teams ahead of them are Tampa Bay, the Yankees, the Dodgers, and the Astros. Like, what are you going to do? And, and the Manners are competing like 75 cents on the dollar, 50 cents on the dollar compared to all of those teams. Um, you know, when it, when, it, when it comes to pitching, like Robbie Ray, it's finally – Robbie Ray just added a two-seam fastball, and now he's getting hot at the right time. Logan Gilbert, 25-year-old, he's having a really good year. Marco Gonzalez is, is, is figuring it out. Chris Flexen's looking really good. Um, yeah, I, I like where this team is going. I like where this team is heading. Their bullpen has been really good. The, man, the Manners can make the playoffs. The Manners are going to break the streak. They're going to make the playoffs. It's going to be great. You, you, you're going to love to see it. Finally, uh, my number eight, my final prediction for the second half this year is that the Dodgers win the World Series. That's I, I think that's who's going to win it all. I think that's who's going to take the crown. The Dodgers, even while they have their own struggles, I don't. I think Justin Turner's hitting under two hundred. I think Chris or um, Cody Bellinger's hitting around two hundred. I don't think they've been completely healthy. The fact that the Dodgers are posting the best record in the NL and they have a lot of stuff going against them, shows how good they are and how competitive they'll be. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, I know he started partially because of the fact that um, it was in L.A., the All-Star game was in L.A. Clayton Kershaw is having a really good year. And if Clayton Kershaw can be successful in the postseason, carry his regular season success to the playoffs, the Dodgers are going to be a really tough out for anybody. And I don't know who that team is that not knocks them out. I said, probably said that last year when they were playing Atlanta, um, but I, I, I'm I'm big on the Dodgers uh, going back, winning a World Series, and, and maybe this is the year that MLB, the MLB finally gets uh, uh, a Yankees Dodgers World Series. I know MLB have been wanting that for a long time, and it just hasn't happened. It just hasn't for whatever reason, whether the Yankees fall apart or the Dodgers miss out, that hasn't happened. But a, a Dodgers-Yankees, I've been saying this for years, a Dodgers-Yankees World Series would do numbers for Fox and for MLB. So I have the Dodgers winning the World Series. I think they're too good to fail. But I think you could also say that about the Yankees or the Astros. But I, I, I have the Dodgers uh, going all the way and, and winning it and winning their second title in, in three seasons. Some people would say that the 2020 title was a, was a fake, was not a real one. Okay, sure, whatever. Um, doesn't bother me, but the dot like 
the Dodgers rotation is really good. The Dodgers lineup is, is so good, especially with the addition of Freddie Freeman in the off season. The Dodgers are going to be a, a, a like they are a legitimate contender and they are legitimately going to cause nightmares for our opponents and for teams who aren't the Dodgers. So uh, those are Ian's second half MLB predictions. So to conclude, uh, I have Aaron Judge and Paul Goldschmidt winning AL and NL MVPs, Justin Verlander and Sandy Alcantara winning the AL and NL Cy Young Awards. Juan Soto will get traded at the deadline. There will be 20 players with at least 35 home runs this season. The Baltimore Orioles will finish with a winning record. The St. Louis Cardinals will make the playoffs. The Seattle Manners will make the playoffs. And the LA Dodgers will win the World Series. Thank you very much for listening. This has been the Speak Your Peace podcast with your host, Ian McNaughton. Greatly appreciate you taking the time to listen. You can catch us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or subscribe to our YouTube channel for the full video podcast. Uh, check, it, yeah, check us out wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. I think we're going to record Sunday night uh, and then Monday night. We're going to have a, a few more episodes coming out here shortly. So thank you again for listening. Thank you for all your support. We'll be back again soon. Peace out.